Hey guys, just a quick one to head over to vwphysique.com and sign up for the Physique Formula. Now this is something that's been happening in the background with lockdown going on, but it's a five day video email series in which we will teach you about nutritional principles, training essentials, recovery fundamentals, how to overcome plateaus and goal setting. So what we wanted to do was add enough value so that when the gyms do open, you're equipped with the knowledge and the know-how to begin to build the physique that you are looking to achieve. So for that, we've created this email series. I'll attach the link in the comment section below. All you need to do is click it, head over to the website, and you'll start receiving emails immediately. Thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey, guys, and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. It is my pleasure to introduce you some fellow Scotsmen and Scotswomen. It is the <laughs> one and only Hannah and Kenny. How are we doing, guys? We're good, Alex. Good. Fantastic. Now, for those of the listeners out there that they've went, cool, wicked, you finally got some other Scots people on the episode, could you introduce to them who you guys are, what you're about, I know about you, but some of them don't. So give us a brief introduction, both of you at the same time, one after the other, whatever it may be. Cool. I'll go first then. So I'm Kenny, um, I am now a competitive um, classic physique competitor, um, I've worked my way up from the men's physique category and um, last year made my classic physique debut um, which I loved and that was it that was a that was a sort of goal for me to get there and um, the fact that I got there means that I can just kind of concentrate now on working at building that wee bit of size absolutely and I'm Hannah obviously and um, I've always been a bikini competitor I'm still in the junior category at the moment um, for another two years and then we're going up to the, the open but yeah and we're obviously crew coaching as well so online coaches and personal trainers based up in the hills in Inverness I was waiting to say I'm aware. <laughs> I was, I was waiting to say there'd be some people thinking Vaughn is that like in Middle Earth is that like beside Isengard or something no, no. <laughs> it's just it's just the north of Scotland um, but for those of you that are listening uh, please do give them both a follow and um, they're both very, very humble, very good athletes, very good competitors, Kenny himself and Hannah, both together form crew coaching. And yeah. you guys have literally came on the scene out of nowhere and erupted. And <laughs> from my perspective, it's been it's great to see you guys succeed. But talk me through, what is crew coaching all about? What's the ethos behind it? What's your guys' mentality? And who do you work with? Cool. So um, we started crew last year. And um, the idea behind it was we were both doing jobs that we hated. Um, you know, health, fitness, always been our major passions. So we decided, right, let's ditch what we don't like about our lives and uh, let's try and just focus on being happy. So we came up with the idea of crew. And the reason we wanted to become online coaches is because obviously we've had online coaches ourselves and we have identified that there is a space in the market for online coaches who deal with gen pop clients um, rather than always aiming towards you know the competitive bodybuilding clients yeah so before we actually started crew we hired a mindset coach just because i was very like limiting belief and i thought i was gonna like let the team down and just didn't believe in myself enough so we did that and then in september um, we sort of felt ready to just leave our jobs completely and we just took the risk and started crew and um, we started coaching people online and then we 
went to work in there's only like two gyms in Inverness so like two health clubs so basically so we started working there as personal trainers as well and then we just gave it everything and it's just kind of kicked off but we've literally like not had a day off and I don't know that I was going to say looking at both you guys Instagram stories you know you talk about you usually work till you go to bed lack of sleep yeah. I, I, I've been there and I respect it I know what it's all about I know the graft you've got to put in the first couple of years so keep going and by all, by all means, you'll feel like you won't have a day off and it'll be five years down the line. But really, you'll know as well as I do, it's yeah. not really work. But that, that being said, I want to crack into today's episode. And that is how a couple is able to get through prep together. And you're probably one of the only couple that I know is able to do it. But how much you guys support each other, show each other love, I think is amazing. So to get right into it, what I want you to do if you can, is can you describe the other person individually? I want to know what their traits are like, what their personalities are like, but I want you to then say if that changes over prep or not. So if we can go one at a time. So Kenny, describe Hannah first. Oh, you made me go first. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as you, Vaughn, you probably know from looking at um, Hannah's Instagram, she's a very laid back person. You know, not much affects her. You know, she she always struggles with this little bit of lack of self belief, but it is getting better now, um, especially because we're coaching ourselves and um, you know trying to install that into other people. So she is really getting there with it. So that's been a massive improvement. Um, she's probably the most consistent person that I've ever met when it comes to following the process of bodybuilding she never misses a meal she won't skip a second of cardio and she makes sure that every step is done you know she won't go to bed until it's done i've seen that she was walking up and down your patio yes (laughs) (laughs) so i think if i was to sum hannah up it is she is obsessed with doing things right no matter what area of her life that is you know if Hannah was to become a flight attendant tomorrow, she would want to be the best flight attendant there was. And, you know, that's something I really, really admire about her. Then, when it comes to prep, all those attributes are still there. You know, she's still a perfectionist. and She's still very laid back. But the only thing that kind of changes is her awareness now, Hannah's it goes at her own speed. You know, she she does things. I kind of think we're never gonna get all this done in a day. She needs to speed up, but she'll get there. And it absolutely baffles me how she manages manages to get there because she does things at her pace. Now, again, example of like the way that things change when she's on prep. The other night we were out for a walk and we went like through the woods. And Hannah's biggest fear is frogs. Like she paid right, okay. <laughs> and it was pissing rain, it was so so wet, and I just seen her flip out, you know, started screaming, froze <laughs> on the spot, and it was because a frog had hopped out in front of her. And <laughs> it, <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. It was a proper frenzy. So the difference with Hannah on prep, if that frog was to jump out in front of her in prep. She'd probably look at it and keep walking. <laughs> it's almost like she becomes numb 
to any sort of feeling yeah. other than just getting the job done. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. I love that. That's a, that's a very detailed description and one that you've <laughs> certainly kept yourself in the good books. So well yeah, done. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Nobody's ever described And this, this is probably the thing that keeps us going is I know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> now, Hannah, time for you to get your own back. Can you describe yeah. what your man is like but how he changes or not throughout prep? So, yeah, he's very caring all the time, like, for me um, and our clients and stuff. Just such a caring person. Um, always wanting to learn, which doesn't change either. Like, always wanting to improve. Um, very disciplined and like me, but probably worse, more of a perfectionist. But in the way that he beats himself up a lot if he can't maybe get something like you've probably seen the gazebo video when he's like a rep short <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah so this that that obviously is heightened on prep because i think he's harsher on himself um on prep because obviously you've got the added pressure of the the stage approaching um lacks like a bit of self-belief as well i think although he won't admit that um yeah <laughs> but i'm always there to kind of kick up the arse and tell him to get a grip but just so loving and caring mostly um and probably the most understanding person in the whole world like when it comes to like sort of sensitive subjects as well like some guys aren't very understanding but he's very like very understanding of everything like that just i'm waiting on the bad bit here (laughs) i've only got nice things to say but on prep um yeah it's all the same but obviously short much shorter fused so especially around like meal timings it's a bit of a nightmare sometimes like he's always productive like he's much more productive than me so that's where we kind of help each other out because i'm a lot more chilled kenny's stress levels are always a lot higher than mine and he's always going at 100 miles an hour and and that's kind of just like raised much higher on prep because obviously he sleeps a lot less He's up at like four in the morning, just running about, trying to get things done. Um, whereas I'm a lot more chilled. But that leads to him being very sleepy throughout the day on prep. Like falling asleep, standing up, falling asleep <laughs> on the couch, falling asleep. Like, Driving. Yeah. So there's that on prep. And yeah, just much shorter, shorter fused, which I'm sure we could speak about further into the podcast. But yeah, just hung- doesn't deal well with hunger. In the slightest. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, can. I, can, I, oh, I can totally relate to that. Not myself, but working with a lot of clients can very yeah. much, very much relate to that. And you know, I, I was kind of going to ask you guys how long it took you guys to get back to your old self. But what it seems is like is you both kind of go into the void as such, or go into prep together. Not really much changes. You become even more supportive yeah. of yeah. each other's mm-hmm. goals, and then you come out the other end. I imagine stronger. I think what it is is because you'll know better than anybody. It's quite a lonely road that you go down when you're competing. And for me, I always just feel thankful that I've got Hannah there to support me because friends, family, they'll support you, but they won't understand you Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. And they'll say to you, "Why, why do you need to get up at four in the morning to do your cardio? Just leave it. You're lean. You look good. You've got a six pack. <laughs> and when no matter how hard you try to explain to people that the levels you have to go to, they don't quite understand it, whether as Hannah does. So mm-hmm. that support there is golden. Yeah. And I is think that... as well, like Sorry, just be honest, honest with each other. Like 
you get some people that will just sort of blow smoke up each other's arses to make them feel good obviously that's what you you're nice to people in a relationship but say for example like I'm looking a bit shit in one of my check-ins Kenny would wouldn't be like no no you look amazing he'd be like yeah like you are looking a wee bit like watery or something and that's so important for me because that gives me trust in in him as well that he's not just saying it to make me feel good and vice versa as well yeah and I know that you guys have went through quite a few preps together maybe perhaps you went through them all has has that always been the case so would you say if we, if we were to talk about the first prep you guys done together um to now would you say that there was you've done anything differently has anything changed at all I think it's just uh you know, building up that bit of self-belief through having failed before. And you know that once you've failed so badly, it doesn't get any worse than that. So you know that the only way is up. And then I think through just making sure that we got the right help with the right coach, yeah. that there just gave us that little bit of reassurance that everything was going to be okay. That coach wasn't going to let us get on the stage looking like shit. Mm-hmm. So having that behind you and knowing that there was going to be a guaranteed good end result that installed a lot of faith for us so that's probably the only thing that's changed I think as well like from our first prep both of our individual attitudes have changed a lot like I know from my first prep like I felt quite sorry for myself even though it was my choice to do it and I think I see quite that quite a lot where people are complaining about having to do their cardio yeah. and complaining about being hungry but it's a choice and I kind of like when I did my first prep like I felt like I would cry like having to do cardio and stuff and I just need to give myself a good shake yeah to get totally. a grip like because it's a choice but I think Kenny helped with that as well because he would, wouldn't hesitate to be like if you don't want to do it just don't do it and then yeah. I'd be like oh <laughs> there, there is days even through the most you know late preps that we've just done there you do question why you're doing it when you're right in the trenches when you know, you've got so much to do with work, you've got so much to do in your life, and you think, why am I putting myself through this? You know, what, what is it going to be worth it? Having Hannah there to say to me, of course it's going to be worth it. You're going to be so much better than what you were. That, for me, is motivation enough just to keep going and, like she says, take that kind of feeling of feeling sorry for yourself away from it. Yeah. Now, what I'm thinking is that there might be some people listening who maybe don't have another person like yourself. They have a partner, but their partner maybe doesn't quite understand. So let's maybe get you, from both you guys' perspective, of perhaps a female that is prepping whose partner isn't prepping or isn't a bodybuilder, and the same with a guy who's prepping whose partner isn't. What sort of level of maybe advice would you give to try and get a little bit more support you know, would you sit down, would you talk to them, whatever you guys would do. So I've already asked Kenny to go first, so this time, ladies first, I'm going to ask Hannah. Yes. Let's take the scenario, if. So it's hard for me because obviously I've always kind of had Kenny for my preps, but I would definitely sit down and sort of explain why you're going to do it because it's not something that you do for no reason. So if you can explain why it means so much to you and hopefully the the other half would support I would imagine um support your decision because it's what you want to do um and I would also like make sure you're aware of the like negative side effects of it so like in a relationship how much time you're going to be spending on prep like out doing cardio going to the gym because 
I can't imagine you'll have much time for your for your partner um, towards the end of the prep. Um, also, like your your mood swings. Like I know some people get quite like moody, and obviously your hormones just go crazy. So like your sex drive and stuff like that'll be something that that the other half won't know about. Um, and obviously, even little things like date nights will change. Like you can't go out for dinner. Like these are things people I think might forget. Like even if you're sort of on like a mini cut or like a dieting phase it can still feel a bit odd because you can't go out for dinner and stuff so totally. I would just sit down and sort of prepare them for it before you go ahead and do it and make sure you have that honest mm-hmm. honesty as well and I think obviously relationships two-way street you know mm-hmm. if I was going to compete and Hannah wasn't I would make sure that you know like she says she's got to be aware of everything that was to come but I think from a competitor's point of view, I would look at it and think, am I ready to put her through that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, it's all very well me wanting to step on stage, but this person is then going to be without their other half for yeah. a good 12 weeks at least. Yeah. And, you know, if you're doing a nine to five job like most people normally do, you're going to be doing your cardio before work. You've got to be going to the gym after work. You've probably got to be trying to get steps after that. So mm-hmm. doesn't leave a lot of time in the day. And then if you're a good bodybuilder, you're going to be then trying to focus on your recovery. So once all that is done, you're speaking, you've got 90 minutes before you have to get into bed. And yeah. <laughs> if your other half is going to be completely fine with that, then it's awesome. But... I think it would be hard for somebody to understand that and not feel like it's going to affect them. Yeah, 100%. And this was something that, um, so if I think back to last year's prep, um, and the same with you guys, Noali, um, both, when we both went through our dieting phases, both our other halves at times thought, was there something wrong with them? And yeah. What, yeah. We, what was the problem when this prep, this year's prep, it was fine because they knew what to expect. But I guess yeah. it's that fear of the unknown that, you know, let's say, for example, Hannah, you didn't compete and Kenny went from this really loving, really affectionate guy to like, do my fucking cardio, bro, number one, you know, on the treadmill. Four in the morning and, and didn't do the, 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 the little things. And, and I got, I got, um, I wasn't going to say, called out last year. We were, me and my fiance were walking upstairs to, um, our old flat and uh, she went yeah we've well, not kissed me in about four weeks and I went oh. <laughs> it just was like a dagger through <laughs> the heart yeah. but yeah. It's, you guys are so right to make the other person aware and at the time I guess I didn't and it was only then I was like right sit down this is why like, I've got no sex drive this is why I'm up at this time blah blah it's alright because I guess, and again, that leads probably leads us into the next point was that prep itself, what you just described, Hannah, and Kenny added to it is that it can cause quite a strain mm-hmm. on uh, our relationship. And sure. maybe one person's more affectionate, it might sort of cause more arguments. And I think that we can use Kenny's hanger as an example. Does that yeah. ever cause any disagreements, any arguments or whatnot? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yes, but to be honest, it's not. It's actually not just a prep thing. This is like an all year round hunger with him. Right. So like even in off season, if he's maybe ten minutes late for a meal, 
he'll be like pushing me out the way in the kitchen move move i need to get my meal (laughs) like he's very like but i think because i know him now like i can laugh it off now and i'm not that sensitive with it but maybe at the beginning like i remember when we first met like he was on prep and i wasn't i was in off season because we had different timings and stuff and it was honestly a proper nightmare like i i would say we argued almost daily big big fights like almost relationship ending fights oh, every wow. day i think it was so bad though yeah. because i was trying to prep myself <laughs> so yeah. i was doing the usual mistake that you do when you prep yourself for the first time overdoing everything under eating and then having that zero accountability you know so my accountability was lying myself and it's just a recipe for and disaster I think, there i think as well because we had just met um obviously when you meet somebody you like go on dates and stuff like we couldn't do that so if you combine that with like him being grumpy with hunger it was tough wow. like when we first started going out but then I kind of said like I'm not putting up with this because you've still like you've still got eight weeks to go to your show I won't cope with this for eight weeks kind of thing and I think just put my foot down sorted it because he, yeah. he he was he turned into nice and that's <laughs> why I made the point of you know it's all very well me wanting to get on stage but you just have to take that step back and, and think about the impact that it's going to have on other people you know, remove the selfish aspect because as we know, bodybuilding can be so selfish, mm. but you don't have to be a selfish person. You can take that away by thinking about others. I tell you what would be good. Someone will be listening thinking, what impact on other people? So <laughs> could you, I, so, I, I know that you, you and me guys know, but some listeners that say it's the first time listening, they'll go, what does that even mean? So yeah. talk us through that both from your own perspective. So, even just from a non-relationship point of view, for so for a single person, you know, you've got your friends and your family. So friends, they're not going to understand why you can't go out at the weekend and drink with them. Mm-hmm. They're not going to understand why you don't have the energy to go on like a lads night or even just to the movies. Your family, you know, they, they're probably the least understanding of all because obviously you know, they've known you your whole life and then you take on this new hobby and they think, why, why are you doing this to yourself? Why, you look good, you know, why do you want to take it any further? Um, You don't need to do that. It's unhealthy. It's this, it's that. So because you're passionate about what you're doing, obviously you're not really going to take these people's opinions into consideration. So for me, I've been guilty in the past in thinking, if you don't understand me, I'm not going to bother with you. And it can end relationships. It can damage relationships. So I think that would probably be my biggest explanation with that one. I think for me, like, well, obviously when I worked in a non-fitness related job, I found it tough with everybody's like negative opinions towards what I was doing. And like, this was only recently, like under a year ago, but even like sitting with the same meal for lunch, like, it would be every day get negative comments like why are you eating that why are you doing this why are you doing that and I think you need to be quite prepared for that and um, you need to try and build that mental strength to know your why and know that you're not doing it for anyone else's approval kind of thing and they're not going to understand so just focus on yourself and obviously it's hard when you're trying to keep a positive mindset you need to try and keep like a positive circle but you don't control your circle and work for example so colleagues like friends you can obviously control but like colleagues, you can't. So I think that's that can be tough as well. And, and you know, like Hannah said there, they won't understand why you're doing something. They'll constantly slate away to it. So 
you know, having that, I remember Hannah came home one day and she'd been, you know, she'd worked in a bank and they were having this sort of buffet thing with a lunch. And um, she says that she was too embarrassed to take her Tupperware and start eating her meal. So she was actually behind with her meals for the whole day. And I, I, was, I didn't understand it. I said, why would you do that? You know, it's your thing, just getting told. You know, just don't care what people think. Mm. But then when I took a step back and I looked at it, she was in a massive meeting environment where she was the odd one out. So, you know, feeling alienated for other people, you know, you then sort of think, I'm just going to try and blend in here. I'm just going to try and act like a normal person and then do my bodybuilding in my own time. But when I think back to times like that, like, I shake myself because I should be proud of what I'm doing and I should be, like, embrace being different. And I like that now, but when you're not as mentally strong as that, it can be tough to sort of be like, well, yeah, I'm different, what of it? Yeah. Like, and that's something I've always struggled with throughout competing until, like, the last year or so. So I think as well, like, just being able to concentrate on your work, if you do, like, concentration around people as well, like Kenny was saying about my awareness, like, it's just concentration kind of goes out the window, especially towards the end of, of your prep. So that can be tough as well, and that can impact others. Yeah, 100%. I think I just wanted you guys to share some of whether it be your personal experiences or just what you what you could perhaps think would be a negative impact because although we'll talk about you know do these podcasts weekly and um, there'll be episodes that people will forget about that we've maybe spoken about the same thing so that constant reminder of you know what this is perhaps what could happen but this is what certainly not to do and you know I think Kenny you made a great point about your first initial reaction was wait why would you do that I think it's definitely a guy thing to be like, you know, we're the strong alpha, why, you know, yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to do this. And what you mentioned about not pushing other people away, again, that's something I've been guilty of before, 2017, the first time I prepped. If you weren't interested in my prep, I wasn't interested in you. Yes. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. And it, en- it ended um, or had an impact on quite a lot of friendships, relationship. Yeah. Sort of self-isolated myself from a lot of other people. But I think... The impression I get from you guys is that you support each other so much and perhaps you've learnt from the, the, the past that you guys don't do that anymore. Yeah. Well, I think for me what it was is one day I had a, a conversation with Rob, um, you know, my former coach, and I was actually saying to him, it's annoying me how much that people don't understand. And he says to me, you, you shouldn't be getting annoyed. He says, the, the key is in what you just said there. People don't understand, he says. So instead of getting frustrated with them, why don't you just educate them on why you're doing it and, you know, what it's going to do for you as a person? He says, then, if they're not understanding, he says, then, he says, I'd maybe look at, you know, removing yourself from that situation or just distancing yourself from that person. Yeah, I think, I think quite naturally, especially when you get towards the end of prep, you do distance yourself from from almost everything like when you're two yeah. three weeks out yeah you're not going on a lad's night out <laughs> just kind of floating exactly yeah. just exist yeah exactly right so i just thought it was a good a good sort of thing to add now before i go and move on one thing i should ask you and said at the very start of the episode but i've only remembered now is that you guys have opened it or opening a gym yeah you're doing this <laughs> you're doing this during lockdown whilst yeah. running a business like working on your own physique. 
So I just wanted you to kind of give a little, I know you guys are doing updates on your Instagram, but for the ones that perhaps aren't following you, or maybe they are after this episode, talk us through how that came about and how you guys are managing that. So obviously a couple of days before the gym's announced being closed, me and Kenny kind of panic bought a few things, like a couple of squat racks and stuff, um, just out of pure panic because we thought, how are we going to train? So just all of our savings were out the window, bought loads of kit, and we didn't even have a place to put it. Um, so we just put it down at the bottom of the garden, tried to build like a couple of gazebos um, that are have fallen apart over time. <laughs> like Ali will know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we were just, we just panicked so much at the time. So... Over time, we sort of, after discussing with our clients, our clients actually suggested it, and we were like, oh, no, hardly. And then we were like, actually, um, because obviously a lot of our clients suffer with, like, gym anxiety, like, are a bit nervous. Like, during PT sessions, they're just constantly on edge and stuff because, like I mentioned, there is only a couple of gyms in Inverness, so they do have, like, a busy, sort of quite intimidating environment for a beginner. Um, So... Over time, we built our clients' confidence, but then lockdown came, and it, I think it'll be like right at the back of square one now. So we just kind of sat and chatted, and obviously Rob's still our business mentor, so we sat and discussed it with him, and we just kind of it sort of snowballed. We kind of yeah. thought we'll start with a PT studio, you know, just somewhere for us to train in private, and then, as you know, one idea leads to the other. Then you start viewing units. And these little units that we were viewing, we were just thinking, nah, screw that. You, you've got to be tied to this for yeah. X amount of years, so you need to enjoy it. And We're always, like, dreaming big. Like, mm-hmm. with everything we think of, it's, like, ridiculous ideas, but then they actually do just become things, so... Aye, and we're really limited with equipment in Inverness, um, so we thought, right, instead of driving to Glasgow every Sunday to use the hack squat... <laughs> <laughs> What we'll do is we will try and bring the equipment here that is going to benefit our progress. And if it's going to benefit our progress, then it's going to benefit the clients as well. So with crew, we've kind of started like this little community feel to it. So we've got, you know, the, the groups on the go, female group chats, male group chats. And it started to build up and become bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, much like yourself, you you go into Inverness Town Centre and you see people wearing crew hoodies. So it's starting to expand out the way now. And I think just with having the gym, it's going to be, you know, a central point for crew and, like, a base for that community. And also from, like, the point of our own training, like, I obviously got kicked out of the Bannantowns in Inverness, um, which is... For those that don't know that, please tell us that story. (laughs) Okay, so... I, we've obviously only got the two gyms basically and I've been training in Ballantyne since I was 15 and it was like, knew all the staff, like loved it there and then one day one of the members of staff just came over and said, I'm going to have to ask you to leave if you don't be quiet because I was training, I was training legs. So I just thought, fuck you, I'm just going to leave. So um, I just let, it was actually really hard because that was my comfort zone Um, but looking back it was probably the best thing that ever happened to me because... If you just stay comfy, you don't really grow anywhere. So I started because I like the idea of like going somewhere else to train away from my work, like where I PT'd clients. Because 
I found it difficult to transition between like PT mode and then my own training yeah, mode. Just shifting your mindset from mm. work mode into training mode when you're yeah. in the same environment was was quite hard. Yeah. Especially you know when people wouldn't know you were training and they'd be coming up to you and stuff. So we did find that quite hard in the beginning. Yeah. But then looking back, like even training in the garden, like there's always another level. And when you are like maybe subconsciously worried about like making too much noise or worried about people's opinions you don't perform as well even if you think you're doing your best there's there's yes. always another level so I, the garden kind of showed me that and then now we've got the the gym and it's like perfect because i don't have to worry about spiders i don't have to worry about bees <laughs> and there's no one no one else watching me judging my noises so it's great <laughs> that, that the one noise i can make out from kenny's stories is that Come on! <laughs> <With the hat. laughs> when, when he's doing like a press the or whatever. Come on! I'm always like, yes! I'm like, I just wish, it makes, it makes me want to go train. It's, uh, it's absolutely, it's absolutely brilliant. But I think you're right. There's there's too much of a, too much of a stigma, stigma in commercial gyms. And uh, believe me, I dealt with that for over three, four years when yeah, I yeah. lifted a certain gym. Um from different managers saying, you can't do that, we're not a bodybuilder, gym, blah, blah. And I was like, I can't help it. <laughs> it just comes out. Um, exactly. The whole, like, maybe, you know, shaking the hack squat, shaking the bar, yeah. okay, I get that. But you, you guys are right. If you work in that environment and you're trying to, like, get yourself up for, like, a, a top set, there's no way that you can do that with just being like, Da, 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 da. Do, 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 yeah. do. No, no, you almost want to head by the wall or something like that. <laughs> but what, what, what I wanted to do, and I think this would be a kind of good good point for the listeners as well, is you mentioned earlier in the episode, and I wanted to interject there, but you were on a good point. You mentioned your first prep that you are from before, you said failure set you up for success. Now, failure isn't something I would class as perhaps not placing or whatever, but without. If it, if it was to do competing, let's go into details about it. If it wasn't, we'll forget about it, we'll move on. But could you talk us through how that, what you said, failure, has set you up mindset-wise to be so fucking regimented for success in the future? And it shows in the fact that you guys' results last year, but also like what you've done with your business in like, what, six months, seven months less than that is, is phenomenal. So talk us through that. For me, you know, if it's failure... It would never be on a placing, you know, because we can't control who's going to show up. Mm -hmm. It really isn't about the placing. But for me, it's about how I feel. And I went through 16 weeks of prep and was very unhappy with the way that I looked at the end of it. And I thought, for me, that's failure because I should have done something about it at some point. I should have said to my coach, what's happening here? No happy. It's no working. And that's what I classed as failure. And that was at the PCA Body Power Show. And I'll never forget that feeling of looking around backstage and thinking, I shouldn't be here. Mm. I'm out of my depth, you know. And yeah, you know, that could have come down to a bit of self-confidence. But, you know, when I removed that from the situation and I looked at myself, I just wasn't happy with it at all. So that's what I classed as failure, was that feeling of being dissatisfied with what I had done. If anything, it seems like it's it's given you a lot of hunger Yeah. to, yeah. to come back and, and prove something to yourself. 
That's okay. it. It's always you to yourself. Of what you want to achieve. But I just wanted to delve down the whole, you guys are into mindset. So if we were to discuss, we have a little bit of time. Um, yeah, we've got plenty of time left. If we were to, to discuss you guys' importance of mindset within the competitive realms, talk, like, talk us through the advice, perhaps, again, we'll get it from a female perspective, a male perspective, advice you would give to a first-time competitor, mindset-wise, going into a prep and a show, what would that be? We'll start with ladies first, Hannah. I think mindset is like the most important thing in in anything, any aspect of life. But obviously, if you sort of lack a lot of self-doubt, um, you're not going to enjoy the process as much. Um, if you're constantly worried, like I remember my first show, I would like every night dream about being on stage and people like laughing and I would dream about like my bikini falling off and all these stupid things because I was so nervous but it that's when I look back to my first prep I just remember like negative thoughts and fear and I didn't enjoy the process because I was just so anxious about it nervous like and it was just a horrible kind of situation and I think you've got to work a lot on your mindset because competing obviously you are a bit different like what Kenny was saying you're a bit alien to sort of the the normal person so you need to be confident in your ability and you need to be confident in yourself and strong-minded enough to not let sort of normally like normal people's opinions get you down because you will get a lot of negative opinions on what you're doing for like the health side of it for the way that you look like people are always going to talk and if you go if you do something different you're going to get a lot of shit for it like especially if you're in a smaller town like us and even like yourself like because there's not a lot of people that do what you do you're going to get a lot of hate and negative opinions like but in my experience I've had much more negativity than positive positive thoughts at me and so you need to be prepared for that and I think if you don't have a strong mindset and work at your mindset it's not something that you can just switch on and have a good mindset tomorrow you've got to work it every day like your physique like you have to keep on top of it because if not it'll just swallow you up and you'll just end up feeling so shit and it can spiral into a lot of things like if you don't work at your mindset and this is only something that I sort of realized eight weeks out from two bros because I ended up signed off work um in the bank with like stress and anxiety and I didn't know I had anything like that like I thought I was totally good mindset wise like I'd never even listened to a podcast before like I was just in my own little world I didn't even know what mindset meant to be honest so this is a very recent thing that's why I feel so strong about it but um I just felt like so horrible myself and obviously if you're eight weeks out from a show you can't really be stressed like it doesn't really go well with the prep so it was so it was so tough but I'm so glad it happened looking back because it kicked me up the arse to actually do something about my mindset and now obviously we've got crew and we help people daily with their mindset so yeah super important to me if you sure. could, if you could go back to that first prep and and give a few words of advice to that to that Hannah from yourself today yeah. what would they be um well first of all have an off season because i didn't have an off season i just went straight into dieting um learn the process like actually educate yourself on what you're doing because i just wanted to sort of challenge myself and i didn't know what i was actually getting into um, also educate yourself on the right coach because the coach I had wasn't specific for competing um, she was like more like a lifestyle coach so it didn't work well with the show um, and just be more confident in what, what you're doing and believe in yourself and 
just get a grip because again I felt sorry for myself like <laughs> even though it was my choice I felt like oh my god I've got to do this and all I want to do is eat and I just want to eat donuts but I've got to do, do cardio and stuff and it was just mindset was so wrong behind it yeah now same question you can the mindset you sure. give a first time male competitor for me it would be um again like Hannah says find your why to why you're doing it don't do it for anybody else but yourself. It's not going to get you girls. It's not going <laughs> to get you street cred. It's, it just doesn't do any of those sort of things. So you have to be doing it for the right reasons. And for me, a lot like yourself, I'm, I'm just so obsessed with progress, no matter what it is, whether it's my physique, business, life. I just like to see progress the whole time. So if I could go back to the start and give myself any advice it would be just to remain patient mm. because um, a lot of people they, they sort of try and run before they can walk mm-hmm. you know in every aspect you know when it comes to what show they choose what drugs they use you know everything and for me one thing I am happy about I feel that I made the right decision with the federation that I chose I started out the UKUP um, they were a really good federation for beginners. It gets you a general idea of what the process is going to be like for show day. Um, it's it's nice because they give you time. It's a learning process. Mm-hmm. And I do believe in the levels. You know, We've both been there. We've done the levels where you start with UKUP. You start building it up. And I know for you, you probably never ever started out wanting to wear board shorts your whole career. You know, and certainly didn't know. I was the same. So we both knew we can't jump in wearing bodybuilding trunks with no legs. So it just takes time to build it up. And I think having that clear plan in your head of where you want to go is a mindset on its own. It is sort of planning your destination and ticking the boxes what you have to do until you get there. And like you say, keeping that patience because that's been my problem a lot of the time. I get very impatient and it's almost like I have to wind myself back in and reset my mind and <laughs> realise where I'm at and if I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm going to get to where I want to be. Yeah. Or I have to wind you back in. Well, I, I, was, I, was away, I was away to say, how much is it that you wind him back in, Hannah? Yeah. What happens though is Hannah tries to wind me in but I don't come back in. And then maybe a couple hours later, I'll feel like it was my idea. Why you that? Yeah. I think what you just described is that's just guys. That's just that's just males. That's exactly what we do. We must. It must be our idea. You know. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm not doing it because she's told me. I'm doing it because I've decided. Yeah, exactly. But mate, I think what you said is so true. Um, I love UKUP as a fed for the athletes that we work with, which is a lot of first-time bikini girls. Uh, that's where we'll start. You know, cool. to get to get a little bit. Um, I started my um, men's physique journey, which was one one, one and done, um, with UKBFF back in mm-hmm. twenty seventeen. Um, you know, as a fed, it's maybe on the decline. I I never really know why. I guess I'm not from an era where it was big. People talk about it, it used to be a huge yeah. fed, but mm-hmm. I came into the scene as it was sort of tailing off. Uh, mm-hmm. But now the main one and we'll say this is one of the main reasons why we've got Kenny on because he's also uh, two bros classic physique converter and that you are two bros bikini as well yeah. um, it's it's just as you guys know the, the fed to do right yeah. and 
Yes, I'll say to everyone that if it's your first time, it doesn't matter the federation. Just mm. just do it, just do it, Josh. And on the flip side of that, I spoke to Josh Malley, who's Mr. Naba Pro Universe, and yeah. I asked him, I went, Josh, I went, can I just ask why you've never done, never done two bros? And he went, I like Naba. And, mm. and his advice to competitors was, if you like a federation, stick with it. You guys have found two bros, you like it, you stuck with it, and... I think you guys will probably agree that they're probably the only federation that's trying to actually give back to the athletes with this whole lockdown. Yes, for sure. 100%. And I love um, how fair the two bros is. You know, it's knowing that you can walk on stage up against guys your own height in a similar weight class. There's so much to be said for that. You know, it's. I think for like PCA, it's kind of who shows up on the day. So, like, they have a criteria, but. Say for bikini girls, like if the whole lineup is maybe like a softer look, then but you show up looking like lean and hard, then you're probably not going to place. Whereas if the whole lineup was was lean, does that make sense? Like Absolutely. I think they don't really know sometimes. A lot of it's kind of how they feel on the day. Whether it's yeah. with two bros, you have to fit that category. There's no bones about it. You know, yeah. you have to be classic physique, or you have to be. Yeah men's physique it's really really clear it's just very consistent when you look across the board of the winners whereas pca it's like each week it seems to change the look that they want in my opinion preaching to the choir yeah, yeah. one you know what they look for in a scottish federation versus what they look or scottish yes. show versus an english show Mad. you're like <laughs> it's mental so like yeah. as, a, as a coach sometimes you're like right cool we're going to make you a little bit softer because that's what pc are looking for and then they go mm-hmm. in the no place and you go um, well, that was my fault because I made you softer and they yeah. actually give it to a, a girl that looks a bit harder. So, completely agree. But anyway, going to go back to the couple bodybuilding side of things. Yes. Now, there might be some listeners out there that we've said uh, it's, it's their first time and we've spoken about the sort of advice that you guys w- would give each other. But I've never heard of a couple that have came together when someone is eight weeks out. Yeah. I, I, I find that and, and the fact that you guys are still here <laughs> like people must be like that please g- g- give them counselling or, or, or a couple of therapy but did did it was it that you guys never really could be a quote unquote couple until your prep was over Kenny and if so how, how long really was that and Hannah why did you build with it Good question. Nah, I'm joking. Um, so I think for me, like, I, because at the time, I think we were the only two people in Inverness that had competed or, like, wanted to compete. Um, it's very rare up here even now, but this was, like, how, how, three years ago. So, um, yeah, so it was, I was just excited to, to be there and support Kenny. Um, and I found it so like Kenny was a big inspiration of mine before like Aww. we started going out. <laughs> Got so, right here. I know. Um, like I thought he was like a celebrity when I seen him in the gym. I was like, oh shit, that guy's been on stage. Like holy shit. And then you know he tried to speak to me one day, and I like literally turned the color of his mouth on. I was like, oh my god, he's speaking to me. Like it was so it was so scary for me. Um, but then obviously we started dating, and it, it was a bit different because obviously like the food situation, you couldn't go out for food and stuff, but. He wasn't like in the trenches where he had no energy. Like he was still good fan and stuff. So it wasn't, and food wasn't like that important to me 
like I know some people are like it has to be a dinner date like have to go out for dinner and stuff but it wasn't that important I think me. what it was is um, it made it so much easier because obviously Hannah had competed mm-hmm. at this point yeah. and she understood what I had to do and if anything you know it was because I never had a coach uh, because I was self-prepping she was another set of eyes for me as well so I kind of relied a lot on what she was telling me and um, for a feedback point of view I relied on her to kind of keep me accountable as well so you know that that sort of relationship there with her boyfriend girlfriend relationship really helped because I was relying on her a hell of a lot so yeah. it made me really thankful for the process yeah. as well yeah. and I think when he did do his competition then like we got a lot closer after and we were more like sort of a normal couple and then from then on we we did all the same shows. <laughs> and we did though, we sat down and spoke about it and thought, yeah. right, I think going forward, you know, for our relationship, it's always going to be better if we time our competitions in to be yeah. in line with each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. because like even, even when, because obviously when we did our shows together, I had to start prep sooner because I, I was like chubbier than Kenny, I had more fat to lose and stuff. So I, had to, I was on prep for three, week, three months before Kenny at one point. And that was tough because, like, I was in prep mode, like, getting up for cardio, going to the gym, like, doing my steps. And he was on, like, off-season mode where he wasn't allowed to do any steps. And it was that was hard as well because... Because there was that time apart. But it was kind of making me excited for my prep to start. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, right, she's kind of up against it here, so I'll help her, I'll prep her meals. Yeah. You know, I'll do the kind of running about so that she can just concentrate on her prep. Yeah. So instead of me just being a lazy bastard and lying <laughs> in my bed and enjoying all my sleep and all my food, I thought I would try and help out a wee bit um, because it made me feel better. I then didn't feel like she was suffering alone. Yeah, yeah. And, and I guess what hopefully what that does is I hope it takes any worry away from any perhaps yeah. couples or you know half of a couple that's listening on, okay, can we actually do this? Can we prep together? But if there was a guy and a girl or both a couple out there that had a little bit of worry about, okay, this might end our relationship or whatnot. Talk us through what you would say to them. They came on call and said, Kenny, Hannah, we're really unsure about this. We're worried that it's going to end us. What would you guys' advice be to them? It's, it's like everything you've got to communicate. Yeah. You know, communication is key. Like if, obviously there's telltale signs I'll be able to tell if Hannah's unhappy about something with the way that she behaves, but... You know, if she doesn't tell me what it is, there's nothing I can do about it and vice versa. So I think if you've already got a strong relationship, prep's not going to make it any less strong. And if you're doing it together, it's it makes it more enjoyable because you can like meal prep together and you can time like your workouts together. And as long as you're sort of organised and... And we were still having like, you know, date nights just for prep food. But right, the cool. difference is you would sit down at the table and eat it off a plate rather than Tupperware. Yeah. And... You know, I know that sounds stupid, but just doing wee things like that to kind of make you feel more normal was a massive, massive help. And I think it makes you appreciate the other person so much more when all, like, the superficial things are taken away, like mm. date nights and stuff, and you've just literally got each other, and yeah. that's it. It makes it definitely makes us, made us, like, stronger as a couple. And we would sort of spend a lot of time planning things that we were going to do after prep, <laughs> like holidays. Food. Food, <laughs> you know, trips. <laughs> Um, so it 
that it does make you appreciate little things that you take for granted even in off season, let alone life. So, you know, having somebody there again, that communication, I firmly believe that we could do it if you know we're prepping at different times because again, it just comes down to that wee bit of teamwork. You know, I would then be in the position to help Hannah out, or she'd be able to help me out. It's definitely not impossible. Yeah, yeah. love that, love that. Um, what would you guys say is the best thing about being a couple that are both in a bodybuilding? Definitely, like the the support, like the twenty four. It's like having your coach there twenty four seven, I suppose, as well, because like you got support and um, having somebody that understands there all the time as well, and the honest, the honesty, like the. And I think it's exciting it, too. Unless you have ever stood on a stage before, you will never know what kind of feeling it gives you and how proud you are, even, no matter what placing you get. Yeah. So stepping off stage and having somebody there that knows exactly how you feel, you know, it, it just nothing compares to that. So it's something that, you know, very few people can share together. So I would say that's probably one of the, the best things is being able to share the struggle, but then being able to share the reward as well. Yeah. And I think as well, like, like Kenny motivates me a lot, like on prep, like if he, if I see him, I'm like, holy shit, he's looking, he's looking so good. Or if he's like training, still training really hard, I'm like, oh, if he can do it, I can do it. And like, if I see him going faster than me on the bike, I'm like, right, okay. I suppose yeah. I, I'm a bit competitive, but I'm like, right, if he can do that and he's like, you know, being on the prep at the same time as me or he's on a wee bit lower food today, like he's pushing through so I can push through. Just spur so. each other on basically. So it's that constant support and yeah. knowing that there's very few people that's gone through this process, but you're in it together. It's really quite special. Yeah, you guys have your own personal cheerleader with you at all times. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Which I think is brilliant. Uh, yeah. Because too much in the industry, a lot of people will be going through it alone and they, they value you know, likes or thumbs up yeah, or exactly. emojis. But sure. I guess if if I was in your guys' shoes, I, I, I don't know, I'll ask you, do you kind of go away from that and you go within your own little sort of Hannah Kenny bubble and, you know, yeah. is that what you guys So, like, we, we don't really, like, I don't like sharing a lot of things, like, to do with our relationship and even, like, personal life. Like, obviously, for business, you do have to share a lot on social media, but I like to keep our, like relation stuff just yeah. private because i'll sort of share things relating to training and that so that yeah. it helps our own clients out but the last thing i would do is document like a whole night if we had it to ourselves because that's our time yes. yeah you know try and you know keep our thing as private as we can but still show know that we love each other yeah. that's that's the goal because i like having like instagram to like look back on things like I'll like when memories pop up I'm like oh look that was us like in Ibiza and it's nice to look back on memories but um definitely like you will kind of a lot, a lot of people rely on like likes or comments from other people to make yeah. them feel good mm-hmm. um yeah. which I I don't do because obviously I've got Kenny and I don't know I just don't just don't do that because like sometimes it's not it's not real anyway is it like social media is not real no. so and for me my social media you know i've got a certain few people i speak to you know yourself being one of them i'll always value you know yeah opinions and comments for for guys like that rather than just random people you know it's it's more about the 
the quality yeah. of interaction that I get through my social media rather than the quantity. Absolutely. Um, now, one thing I like to ask a lot of um, guests that want to come on, I guess I can ask you this both separately, um, it doesn't need to be to do with bodybuilding, um, but something that you could tell the listeners just on just what your sort of biggest lesson in life that you've learned to date and from that lesson is there anything you know advice you would give from that yeah definitely um never to limit yourself no matter what it is if the minute you place a limit on a thought that you've got then you've restricted yourself so i think we are living proof that the minute you uncap you know those limitations then you know you can literally achieve whatever you want love it yeah Anna? that would that would mind similar and also like it's okay to say no to things mm-hmm. like that's a big one lesson that i've learned and still kind of learning like i think a lot of people they they want to do things but they just generally don't believe they can do it so you know just putting it out there and not being afraid to fail is a yeah. is a major thing and also just not being like not being afraid to like you're not put in this world to please other people you're just here for for yourself and your own. Bingo! Please. I love it. I I I always like asking that because I always get something a little bit different from from every guest. So it's amazing. Now, and <laughs> um, for anyone listening that is thinking, right, I want to follow these guys. I mean, they're from the Middle Earth, but I want to follow them. Could you <laughs> could you let us know, you know, how they can get in touch with you, whether it be on Instagram, website, or whatnot? Yep. Yeah, so our website's www.crewcoaching.com, and our Instagram is crew under dash underscore coaching and my instagram is hannah mcclellan underscore and um i am kenny gibb physique on instagram fantastic now if anyone is listening um from myself and the team please do follow these guys they're a huge inspiration um they are well they are up and coming within the scottish bodybuilding uk bodybuilding scene and uh, crew coaching remember the name because if you don't remember it you will certainly hear about it within the next few years. So, listen guys, I just want to say thank you um, for myself for coming on. Um, It was a pleasure to have you both on. Um, And if you are listening, from Hannah, from Kenny, and from myself, give it the beans.